Hi, you're listening to Go See a Show, New York City's independent theater podcast. In the indie theater world, it's not often that you get to see a company do the same script, but in a totally different production, but also featuring some of the same cast in different roles and from the vantage point of having been in the first production. But that's just what happened to me when I traded my rude mechanical hat for a seat in the house to enjoy Frog and Peach Theatre Company's new production of A Midsummer Night's Dream. I sat down with director Linnea Benson and some of the cast after a recent performance. I'll let them introduce themselves. Take a listen. So I do like to start with everyone's name on the mic. So please uh, let me know who you are and what you did on this here show. Great. Marcus Watson, I played Puck. Linnea Benson, director. Amy Francis Quint, I played Titania. Kyle Primack, I played Demetrius. Kevin Hover, bottom. Eric Gonzalez, Oberon. And anyone who's listening to this obviously knows what show we're talking about. Um, a Midsummer Night's Dream by the Frog and Peach Theater Company, and we're at the Sheen Center. I love that I got to see this and that I'm getting to this interview because, full disclosure, y'all, uh, last time Frog and Peach did this show, I was playing a wall. So um, we'll talk a little bit about that and, and the idea of uh, bringing a show back in a company, especially when it's definitely not the same production, which is maybe like a great place to start uh, with a show like Midsummer. everyone's got their own take. And Linnea, you've gotten to have two takes uh, within six years. So like how, why, why bring this show back for Frog and Peach other than the fact that it's awesome? And why the change uh, and, and what, what sort of turns did you make away from the previous production? Well, um this is our second show at the Sheen Center. We're very pleased to be at this venue. Uh, our first uh, maiden production here at the Sheen Center was the Scottish play, starring Mr. Gonzalez, Mr. Watson, uh, the fabulous Mr. Halver, last season. True theater people, we're sitting on stage, y'all. That's why we're not saying it. Um, yeah. Um, and when the opportunity arose, they asked us back. Um, the Sheen Center asked us back. I thought um, how best we could serve uh, our new audience because new audience with the Scottish play increased by, for us by over 200% by much more a greater diversity than at our longtime Upper West Side venue. And um, in collaboration with uh, the Sheen Center, we wanted something. The Scottish play was very exciting, very scary, very bloody. I think there's still blood in certain corners <laughs> of the theater. So we wanted something that could also reach out to um, families with children and younger people, people who think they know Midsummer's, but maybe don't know it uh, the frog and peach way. Also, we never miss an opportunity with a present company uh, to do a comedy, which is a rare treat. and. That's part of the reason, too. I'm glad you brought that up, the, the idea of the younger audiences, because it was really cool to see some younger faces mm -hmm. uh, in the crowd. And uh, so another part of the uh, disclosure jam here, um, three of the folks sitting around here were also in the last production of this show that I was in and are now playing different roles. So uh, can, we, can you guys talk a little bit about that? Like, same company, same show, totally different role. I mean, you, uh, the flute is now the puck. So, uh, you know, 
that's got to be, is, is that fun? Is that exciting? Is that daunting? What does it mean to work with? Because I just, I'm taking this rare opportunity where you've got actors who have done the same show with the same company, with the same director, in different roles in a different production. I just think that's a really unique opportunity, right? Most definitely. I, I think so. And I think that's one of the reasons why you said it was so different than the last time was because we're all so different than, A, where we were last time and we're in different roles. So my puck is totally different than Lenny's who played last time. And, and there are similarities in the way that you kind of directed us in certain ways of the field, but it comes across totally different on me than it did on him. So, and I just love getting the chance to play something with people I trust um, and a new role for me that was really exciting. And going from lover to fairy queen. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's, I've had an interesting experience, which I've spoken with these guys a little bit in rehearsal, just having the realization that I've known these people for a long time and worked with them for a long time, and we've all grown up together in a lot of ways, both as artists and as people. And, I mean, the Titania I could have been then is not the one I would be now, or we're just in different part, places in our lives. Um, so it's going to be different no matter what the general concept is because also, you know, Linnea really senses who she has and encourages them to sort of meet halfway between an archetype and who you are and what you can bring to it. So it's going to be different even if you tried to make it the same. Um, but it's, yeah, it's been a really interesting experience because you re react to who you're with. Right. And what about switching kinks? Yes, well, yeah, uh, with uh, switching from, from King Theseus to, to Oberon, Oberon, I think, gets to have uh, much more fun and be mischievous and, and enjoy his, his buddy <coughs> male time with Mr. Puck. So that's, they're both kings, but one seems to be restricted by the constructions of, of the society where he lives in, and, and the other one gets to really get away with whatever he wants. Kind of makes his much. own rules, yeah. Yes, <laughs> so it became fun for me to be able to, to explore that side. Uh, and of getting to play with uh, Marcus and Amy was a really, it's, it's a treat, it's amazing. And, and what about you, gents? Like, is this your first time on Midsummer or? Um. I actually have done Midsummer uh, previously before. I, I played Bottom actually, um, and uh, that was a couple. That was a different company, much smaller company. Um, so I was happy that I, I got an opportunity to play Demetrius in you know Frog and Peach, which is successful, has this longevity, and uh, it's just like it's really great. It's a good feeling. So just once. Yeah, both really coveted roles, too, that you both got in Demetrius yeah. and, and Bottom. Yeah, I did it. I actually toured with it. So I did about 150 oh, performances in other roles. And uh, as much fun as that was, and it was, it was awesome. It's an honor to wear the ears. And so that makes it, <laughs> it's, a whole different, it's a whole different thing to, you know, to be able to play something like Bottom. It's just, that's just, it's a different category. Bucket list role. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. And was it was it interesting to, to step into the Frog and Peach company with 
folks who have done the show before and with a director who had recently put the show up, did that feel in any way different or provide any sort of insights that maybe you might not have had in a different production? Well, I, because I was in the Scottish play last year, I think I had a little taste of the Frog and Peach Theatre Company, so I knew Linnea a little bit and, and Marcus and Eric, Amy, this is the first time I met her. Well, we met a couple months ago to rehearse here, and we performed here last year. So I think I had a little bit of uh, a little bit of a foundation stylistically about what was coming in here. I hope. I mean, maybe I didn't. <laughs> Who knows? But, um, you know, with, with the, the musical styles and, and the lights, there is a certain style that I look forward to and I got to share. And so maybe having been part of it last year, help me this year, because um, I need all the help I can get anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we talk a little bit about the design of the piece? I find, which I think is a really unique component of this, um, Asa, right? Mm -hmm. Who also did our costumes yeah. on the previous production, but super different feel, like incredibly yeah. different visual, and, um, and he also did the set, correct, yes. this time around? Mm -hmm. um, talk to me about that, because it's a very unique and... Uh, Bold choice. Asa and I got together this past midsummer, in fact, and wanted to talk about how appropriate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, about um, what we wanted to say about this, and we certainly wanted to say something about the political atmosphere, about uh, references, many references, especially on the part of Titania, about. Uh, the seasons being out of joint and the, the conflict uh, between Titania and Oberon creating a sort of a climate change which is addressed very plainly in the, in the text. And he got really turned on and then he started bouncing ideas off of me and I got really turned on. So we thought about, you know, pieces of trash in the costumes and um, a, a, a stark world that love comes to warm up and uh, you know you're never really sure how it's going to look and you, know, you can look at sketches and you can look at stuff that you really never know and I was, I was tickled to bits when I saw it executed because uh, I like the actors present like everyone in the cast especially our, our veteran members I, I like working with someone I trust and someone who uh, isn't shy about winning me over to a vision and doesn't mind when I try to do the same. So it was nice to be able to work with Asa that way. I was very fascinated by it, like really struck by, I noticed it immediately and then quickly completely forgot. And then it would, every so, every so often something, I was like, oh right, that is, because uh, uh, I'm, uh, listeners, you should come to see the show, so I'm not going to give anything away. Um, I would notice it and then it would just completely like kind of fade in again until the end when I was like, oh right, yeah, like this comes, this gels like around this concept very, very well. Um, so I wanted to point that out because it's really, really striking. Um, what's next? Can I ask that? Uh, has it been decided um, or can we not talk about it? Do we know what's going on? I'm open to, to suggestions. <laughs> I've got some ideas. It's like anything else, you know, you, you, you want to bring the audience what they want. You also want to bring the audience what you think they might need. Um, we had no idea of the outcome of the 2016 election when we chose the Scottish play. Um, it was a 
very interesting November rehearsal the day after the election. Um, it played into uh, some ad changes in our marketing, certainly, but what if a madman were king? Which did very well in uh, reaching yeah, the kind of people we wanted to reach. Strange how we're finding that out. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. And I told audiences then that this was going to be a very interesting year, and it has been a very interesting year. Um, I would consider, certainly, and I'm open to whatever these folks' schedules are, um, I'm thinking about a comedy. Um, a lot depends on what the coming year brings, of course, but we've got some new people, people like Kyle, people like um, the young lady playing Peas Blossom, Caroline Patrick, uh, and some other wonderful, Richard Porter's a terrific actor. Um, of course, Alyssa Diamond and uh, Bess Miller, some wonderful performers. Uh, the title is pending. The title <laughs> yeah, you is want pending. you want like it's it's tricky, right? You want to balance all those things. What what needs to get done? What do you want to get done? And what is great for all these great people around you? In considering new audiences too, um, I think people who've never contemplated coming to see a Shakespeare play have come to see this already, awesome. uh, which is wonderful based on some of the wonderful photos by, by Paul Greco. Um, I'd like to keep that train a-chugging along by, by offering things to people that they would be interested in seeing not knowing that it's Shakespeare. So um, a history, a comedy, a tragedy. I'm honestly, I'm leaning toward a comedy. Um, depending on a number of factors. Excellent. Um, so again, the show is Midsummer Night's Dream. We are at the Sheen Center. Um, you all run through the end of February, right? February 25th. Yeah, get your tickets now. They're selling out really fast, so you want to get, get on that right away. Tickets and more information can be found at? Frogandpeachtheatercompany.org or at the Sheen Center ticket sale website. Theater with an R-E or an E-R? R-E. And please like us on Facebook, and look at us, look for us on Instagram and twi Twitter. Um, I have the same feeling about that as you expressed at the end of the show. I loved that. Thank you. You're um, welcome. <laughs> uh, it makes me feel not alone. Uh, thank you, Gail, so much uh, for hanging out the chat. And uh, yeah, great stuff. Thank you. Thanks again, Linnea, Marcus, Amy, Kyle, Kevin, and Eric for your work and for staying after the show to get on mic. You can catch Frog and Peach Theatre Company's production of A Midsummer Night's Dream at the Sheen Center's Black Box Theatre, 18 Bleecker Street in Manhattan, through February 25th, 2018. Head to frogandpeachtheatre.org, that's theatre with an R-E, for a link to tickets and more information. Thanks to you for listening into the podcast. If you dig it, please like it on Facebook, facebook.com slash go see a show. Follow at go see a show on Twitter and rate and or comment on the show's Apple Podcasts page. Until next time, go see a show. Thank you, Robert. Terrific seeing you. Yeah, Wonderful you actor. Aw, oh, you're too sweet. You are.